Time again for the On the Road Again program here on Who's Your Country 105. Every Wednesday morning, we meet up with our running buddy, Kelly Smith. Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Rick. How are you? I'm doing fine. Doing doing actually a little better than fine. It's uh, it, it's postseason cross country time for our high school teams, and man, we are well represented. And uh, they showed again that uh, this is the mecca of running. I mean, just went out to sectionals and and uh, are looking good everywhere you look. Yeah, I you know I, certainly meeting expectations. I think in some cases maybe even exceeding expectations, but not necessarily you know for what the coaches have thought i mean you know we got a good uh talking to zach last week we got a good idea of where he felt like that edgewood boys team what was and they they followed suit and did exactly what uh what zach predicted and and thought and and then when you look at blue and south i mean even with a man down in the in the women's race in Bedford, they still dominated that race. Bloomington North boys team, uh, you know, again, just doing her thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, we got all six of our, you know, teams going through to, to the regional down in Evansville. So down. it's great. And it's uh, everything's great about it, except Evansville so far away. It's a, That's right. <laughs> it's a, it's a big trip this weekend <laughs> if you want to go see the regionals. But uh, you got to see that this year because, again, we've talked about it. But if you haven't caught up, uh, there's no semi-state. It's sectional, regional, state in uh, in three consecutive weekends. So this weekend is uh, for all the marbles. I mean, you know, you, you either make it through or your season's over. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, it's what's wonderful is that that we're every single team more than likely we've got, you know, the North and South, North boys, South girls, Edgewood girls. Um, certainly, I don't I think have any issues getting through. I think Edgewood boys and, uh, and we'll see what Zach says uh, about that. And then Bloomington North girls have got they got shots of getting through as well. So we could be having the same conversation next week when we're talking about state meet. Yeah. Well, let's find out which, uh, which coach do you want to start with? Kelly, spin the wheel. (laughs) Let's, (laughs) you know, I was, I was just really impressed with, uh, Jasmine's, uh, comeback at Bedford. Let's start with Jill. All right, here we go. Coach Rensing. Panther girls competed at the Bedford North Lawrence sectional over the weekend um, down in Bedford, and the girls came away with the team title. Uh, We scored 26 points. Bloomington North was second with 59, and Bedford was third with 112. Um, Really happy with how the girls did this weekend. Our seven runners all came in in the top 13, Um, so that was great. They all had really great performances across the board, and we did what we needed to do. We got through to the regional meet next week, which was our main goal. First across the line for us was Jasmine Martolio. She's our sophomore. Um, first race back after being out for quite a while with an injury, but came back really strong. It just kind of shows you what a commitment to cross training, what that can do for you. So she was the sectional champion, which is really exciting. And then right behind her, our freshman Lexi Kolbaum was second. Um, Jasmine's time was 18.46 and uh, Lexi's time 19.26. Um, great times on that course. That course down in Bedford is is a little tricky and a little hilly in places, so they did a great job. Um, third for us, freshman Mary Asplin breaking that 20-minute mark for the first time, coming in at 19.53 with a big smile on her face as she came across the line. Uh, fourth is senior uh, Kate Barretta, 20.30. I think that's her best time on that course, so exciting to see a senior really finish up her 
last season and last race on that course with a, with a PR on the course. Um, our fifth scoring athlete, Tammy Kuhn, coming in at 20.49. Sixth for us, uh, senior Clara Graham at 20.58. And our seventh runner, Grace Stringer, with a great finish coming in at 21.17. Um, Overall, really excited with how the girls did. Um, again, I think that, you know, we haven't quite peaked yet. We're still kind of getting everyone ready for the postseason. And, you know, we've got regionals this coming week on a nice flat, um, hopefully dry, fast course. Um, so we're excited to see how that, that goes next weekend. And uh, excited to have Jasmine back in the lineup. And uh, we'll see what happens next week at regionals. There you go, Kelly. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, they they really dominated. Um, as as Jill said, they were they were packed nicely. You know, they got those the, the one two, and then they went six eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen. So I mean, they just really really nailed it there. Bloomington North, you know, I know uh, we haven't talked a lot about them because, uh, uh, you know, we, we don't hear from Justin every week, but they've steadily gotten better over the year. Um, Nola Summers, excuse me, Nola Summers Glenn has done a great job leading that team. She broke up that, uh, that, uh, that, that South contingent by placing fifth at the sectional, but then the North girls had a nice pack. They went 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18 um, to uh, to kind of round out that uh, their top seven and uh, take that with 59 points, uh, almost twice as uh, or, or half as many as uh, third place Bedford North Lawrence. So both teams looking real good. It was great to see Jasmine get back out there. You never know what's going to happen after you've been out for a little bit. Um, not only the physical part of it, but I think – the, the mental part of it could be even tougher. You know, you get in by, gosh, I haven't ran in a long time. I haven't yeah. really practiced. Well, to have the confidence goodness, to go out and go that fast. That's yeah. impressive, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, well, and, and, and especially from somebody who's a sophomore, you know, who doesn't have a ton of experience to, to lean on at this point in time, but just really, really great. Lexi looked great. I mean, uh, it was really nice. Peyton Smith from Linton was third, did a great job as a senior. I know that she's got some aspirations at state. Uh, Liliana Blaze and Esther Crane from Eastern went four and seven, uh, both, uh, well, junior and sophomore from, uh, from Eastern. And then, um, uh, you know, like uh, Jill said, a lot of her folks are freshmen, but we had, yeah, sophomore, freshman, senior, junior, senior. So three of the top five were uh, underclassmen and gosh, uh, five of the, or six, I guess I should say, six of the top eight were underclassmen. So uh, yeah, it was a really fun sectional down there at Bedford. It was great for the girls and, and congratulations to Bloomington South and Bloomington North for making it through. Absolutely. You want to stay at the same sectional and uh, who do you want to hear from? Uh, Coach Warland? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, let's uh, flip to the boys' side here and the uh, north side. Good day for the north side, uh, winning the, the sectional championships by uh, 13 points, scoring a low score of 31. Uh, good performance team-wise. We were led by Caitlin D'Onofrio in 16 minutes flat. He was followed by Jacob Mitchell in 16-16, Jack Holden 16-16 as well. Uh, Dominic D'Onofrio, 1639. Caleb Winder, 1643. Aiden Pierce, who uh, ran a really strong race for us in 1644, followed by uh, uh, Jacob Gentry, uh, seventh man, 1653. Place wise, uh, we went three, six, I'm sorry, three, five, six, eight, nine, ten, and eleven. So, uh, really good scoring from our group. Moving on next week to the regional down at Angel Mounds. 
should be uh, a real strong task force with Columbus North, Floyd Central, uh, Evansville Wrights, uh, Bloomington South, uh, Edgewood is coming on, so you can't overlook anybody. So we're hoping to have a really strong performance and uh, move it on to state championships following week. This is going to be a fun weekend, Kelly. It really is. There's a uh, there's yeah. a lot on the line. Yeah, you know it's 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 kind of funny that those two uh, again, it, as Jill mentioned, all seven of her girls were in the top eleven. All seven of the of the uh, Bloomington North boys were in the top eleven. Uh, that that is a very strong pack for Bloomington North right now, and they're gonna they can you know continue to move that pack uh, as a group up in time. They're gonna be a tough team to beat, and I think uh, both Bloomington South and Bloomington Bloomington South girls, Bloomington North boys. Uh, you know, uh, looking at getting on that podium, top five at, at state would be great. Um, so yeah, Bloomington North did a re- really, really good job. Um, it, interesting, you know, Kaylin D'Onofrio is not their top runner typically. So that's a good thing to see. I think at this time of year, when you got these other kids running uh, pretty strong, Aiden Pierce, as coach said, run 1644. So, you know, it's all about bringing it together at the, at the, at the right time. You don't necessarily want to see that next weekend, right? You want to definitely want to get out of the, the, the region or the uh, into the state but where you really want to see it is in two weeks bringing everybody together and having their best races of the year at the same time so uh north and south north boys just been really solid steady all year long they continue to do so absolutely let's check in with the uh, south boys and uh coach williams this past saturday the uh, bloomington south panthers uh ended up being runners up to bloomington north in the bedford north lawrence sectionals uh, it was uh, on a kind of a cool, dreary day, but uh, uh, the excitement was in the air, obviously, and I felt like our boys ran ran well. Um, they're running uh, as we would like them to be at this time. Um, workouts have been going great, and uh, so we're looking forward to this coming weekend's regional. And uh, for uh, for us individually, Ryan Ream was the uh, uh, champion. He came across the line in 1543. That's a repeat win for him in the sectionals. Uh, he's really starting to hit where uh, where we thought he would be or where we needed him to be. Um, we've brought him along slower <clears throat> with some early season injuries, and uh, it's just always always the thought in our mind is to be at the state meet and be at a, the the healthiest that you can be at that time. So uh, a good, very good run for him. In fourth place, Joe Zinkin, again, a great run, uh, running 16 flat. Uh, just got nipped at the line uh, for that f- third position. But fourth place for Joe in that. Hunter Tabor finishing in seventh with a time of 16.32. Suming Zhang was 14th in the time of 17.06. Luke Reinhardt was 18th in a time of 17.48. Uh, Sam Lutz was 19th <clears throat> in a time of 17.50. And then Marshall Caldwell in uh, 24th place with a time of 1805. Um, our, all, all the guys had course best. Um, our, our back group, uh, we know they can run better, and, uh, and they know they can run better. They kind of got caught in what, in running terms, we like to say, uh, in no man's land. Uh, the, you know, there's a good bulk of the race ahead of them, uh, then a lot of vacant space, and uh, so no other competitors really to keep them pushing. And so we've talked about that. It's a young group that's running for us back there. Our first four are seniors, and the other ones are, are uh, underclass. So um, something we've we talked a lot about this week, because when we get to the regionals, when you're back in that position, there's a lot of points to be gathered. And uh, so we're going to look at how, how they can work better together uh, to continue to push through that point. So excited for the opportunity. Uh, the regionals this year will be at Angel Mounds uh, State Site, which is down in Evansville. 
Um, a very, a very interesting site. It's a, actually, it's a Native American burial grounds. Uh, and obviously they're asking people to, to respect the mounds, as it's called, uh, the Angel Mounds. So uh, that's where uh, a number of Native Americans were buried. And so it's a, a, a cool site. Uh, earlier in the year when we were there, the course didn't run quite well. It wasn't well mowed. Um, it was a hot day, um, had been raining earlier. A lot of things had been going on, but it was still a good opportunity for us to see it we went down practiced on it a couple weeks ago and it was a much different course in fact there's been multiple high school and college races that have been on that course in the last three weeks so it should should have the course much better prepared um, i do warn people that parking is going to be very tight and that they'll want to show up early. Uh, right now they're saying that, and these are all central times. The races will be at 10.30 for the boys and 11.15 for the girls. So again, at central time, they're going to open the gates for buses to get in at 8.30. And then they're going to begin to park uh, spectators at 9 o'clock. Um, so people want to plan to be there um, early to get, get into that site. Um, parking for that first meet, <clears throat> there's people all the way down the street. Walking half mile away to get back to the course, so, um, but they've opened up a few more fields, so hopefully that'll work better for people. So, <clears throat> should be an exciting day for Monroe County. Obviously, uh, with South, North, and Edgewood all sending uh, uh, teams down there, so uh, it, which is really a great thing for our for our county in itself. So I know the boys side for Bloomington South, we're excited about it and uh, look forward to it. So, hope to have some good things to say the next week. We appreciate that uh, that that large view from Coach, letting us know uh, the information, like uh, you know the fact that it's on Central Time and parking and all that stuff. The only people that uh, that that run less than the runners themselves are the uh, fans at a cross country meet. I mean, that's just the way cross country meet works. You know, you don't sit in the grandstand and watch. You're on your feet. Nope. You're moving. <laughs> yep, yep, no doubt about that. I've been to many of those where you're just running back and forth and trying to get people at different places yeah it's great no larry was wonderful by letting people know what's going on i completely forgot about central time zone so that's huge um obviously get down there early and with so many of our teams you know going to be there it's it, it's going to you know we're going to see a large monroe county contingent down there so uh, i would certainly think so yeah maybe carpool um you know get together uh and and, and reduce the number of vehicles um uh, but uh getting back to Bloomington south though at the, at the meet themselves ryan ream looked great i agree with larry just just really strong uh ryan's a great guy we've had him on the show he's a fantastic kid i love the whole competition between him and his father i think that's always a fun thing to talk about too and you know they compare themselves but uh joe zinkin another great race uh you know i really really enjoyed joe uh last year in track when he made it through the state and and i see it's you know to see his success continue into the um cross-country season it's great um and larry hit it i mean his kids just got kind of got in that no man's land i think right around the 13th 14th place at 17 minute mark um you know there was about a 20 minute gap i guess we're between 16 and 17 um to where you know a couple of his uh two or three of his kids got kind of lost in the shuffle there and um but you know that's what you you learn and, and it's great to be able to learn that lesson in a meet where you still advance right, right? so right. they got another chance next week to try to make up that time so uh good performance by those two guys you know bedford north lawrence uh was the uh fifth place team interesting uh it, with the with what we got going on eastern green was sixth um with 147 points 
but six of their boys will be going through to the regional. No kidding. As, uh, individual as individuals, but not as a team. Yeah, that <laughs> happens to somebody every year. So uh, good yep. for them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they were led by Jade Dawes, who finished in 1713 in, uh, in 15th place. But uh, in Orleans did a really great job. Orleans has done a, a, a tremendous job over the last couple of years bringing their team along. They were third place with 108 points. So uh, a lot of kids going through. Uh, like I said, Bedford North Lawrence, uh, North South. That Eastern Green team, um, you know, taking six kids on the girls' side, Beth North Lawrence, Eastern Green going as a team, um, uh, you know, to uh, uh, on the girls' end of things to uh, Edgewood. And then we talked about Peyton Smith uh, getting out, you know, uh, as well from uh, Linton. So so it was a really nice day uh, down there. It was good times. It was a very competitive and, and really enjoyed watching those teams on Saturday. No doubt. Let's uh, switch sectionals now and head over to the Brown County sectional. That's where Edgewood was competing. And uh, we'll pick up Coach Evans as uh, he talks about his boys. All right. Uh, the boys this week, we uh, had sectionals over at Brown County. Finished second. Um, pretty much you know, expected going into it um, to be second. Uh, only got to be top five to move on, though, so feeling good going into regionals next week or this week. First for us was Jackson Klinger this week, and second was Zane Meyer. Um, both of them having pretty decent races. Um, good to see Jackson step up um, and run as well as he did. That was one of his best races of the season. So um, looking forward um, to Saturday at Evansville. Got a pretty good shot at it sending at least two boys um, to the state meet as individuals and then an outside shot of uh, sending them as a team. So things to look forward to this weekend. Also running well uh, was our normal seventh guy, uh, finished sixth this week. It was uh, Davin Norris uh, running a PR, running about 18 flats. So um, cool to see that out of a freshman, um, looking really good at the right time of the season. There you go. They were over at uh, Brown County, and, of course, uh, the Edgewood girls were there as well. Girls this week um, also finished second, uh, a little bit closer to first place than the boys were. But, um, you know, we were missing our fifth place girl this week um, and stepping up to fill that gap was uh, Riley Burnett PR by about 20 seconds um, being our fifth girl making a pretty big difference so um, also finishing second overall in the race was Hannah Crane um, and breaking 20 minutes again this week uh, Riley Haskett so good to see the consistency out of her and then Allie Bland also had a pretty good race as well as our third girl running one of her best races of the season so feeling pretty good um, going into uh, the regional meet at Evansville this weekend. Um, pretty good shot at being in that top five uh, that make it on to the state meet. So excited and feeling good about our performances as we've gotten to the end of the year here and hopefully um, is a good sign for what's going to happen on Saturday. It'll be uh, fun to see how this whole thing shakes out. If you look at uh, NCC stats and you look at uh, polls and things like that, um, Edgewood could be anywhere from third to out of the running uh, coming up this uh, Saturday. So, you know, uh, pressure's on. We'll have to see how the, uh, the the young ladies respond to this one. Well, they're trending great right now. Both the boys and girls teams are. I mean, just Zach's got them running, the, you know, their best at the right time of year. Uh, great to see that Allie Bland is, what, 15 seconds off of getting, you know, that 20-minute mark. So uh, maybe getting down there on a little faster course might help her there. Riley's Haskett's done a great job following in her brother's footsteps, being a real strong member. And then, of course, Hannah Crane and, you know, the legacy that she has. She's right at the verge of getting under 19. She was only a few seconds back behind uh, Eleanor Barco. If you know the Barco 
family. They're pretty darn good runners from Martinsville. So uh, Hannah is just doing a great job right now. I, you know, want to get back to the boys race. Uh, you know, Zach said it well. I mean, I think Jackson just ran a great race at 1615. Zane right there at 1627. Um, who knows, man? I, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for him. I think everybody obviously around here is. I think there's some uh, there is an outside shot of that team getting through. And uh, I tell you what, they're they're looking good right now. I'm glad he mentioned the freshman, David Norris. I've known the Norris family my whole entire life. These kids are all basketball players by their fathers and uncles and everybody. So it's finally good to see one of these guys get into a real sport running <laughs> and do a great job. So, uh, yeah. Very good. Yeah, it'll be right. uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to next Wednesday's show already, Kelly, because uh, we're going to spend that one talking about who made it to state and uh, how things are looking. So it's uh, it's going to be fun yeah. to hear from the coaches for sure. Let's uh, let's talk a little five K stuff uh, while we're here, and we still have just a a couple minutes to go in the show. Uh, I think it was a, was it last weekend the double weekend for the uh, Mag yep. Seven Race Series. Yeah, we had uh, the back Cole. Kyle Stansbury comes back out, you know, 37 years young. I think he is 1536. The guy's amazing. Dawson Hood was second. Tucker Inman was third. Jesse Page fourth. Danielle Garrison, uh, Jesse's uh, sister, coached down in Bedford. She was our first female runner overall going 1856. Page Boischild, uh, I'm sorry, Boischild was second. Stacey Fiddler, friend of the show was a third on the uh, Morgan County. Then on Sunday, we had the Morgan County fall festival, Elliot Campbell, Alex, Michael, Robert Henschel, your top three uh, on the uh, men's side. Tim Ryder uh, was uh, fifth there. Justin Graham sixth. And then on the female side, give me a moment here. Jill Vance was our overall uh, winner on the female side, Caitlin Krockenberger was second, and then uh, Rebecca Roberts was third. And so uh, congratulations to those folks. Real quick, I know we got Dan Leach, Stephen Floyd, Joanna Lee, and Melinda Cedar were our first and second for men and women on the Sunday's race in Martinsville. And in the back, Cole Walk. We don't ever want to forget our walkers. We love our walkers, right? Yeah. Uh, we had. You know what? I don't know if they have actually uh, a walk on that one. So I apologize. Let me see here. Yep, just 5K. So uh, okay. we got them. So, yeah, congratulations to all those guys, and good to see some familiar names out there. No doubt about it. We've got a uh, couple coming up. Next up on the uh, Mag 7 Race Series will be November 4th. That is the uh, Cabin Fever 5K over in Nashville, I believe. Is that the one at the State Park again? Do you know if it is? Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, that's a fun course. Cabin yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You can look that one up on the uh, Mag7 uh, website for uh, more details. That's mag7raceseries.com. Also, our uh, friends at uh, Bloomington Parks and Rec have one going on Saturday, November 11th, and that one is the Veterans Day 5K and one-mile walk. That one will take place uh, completely inside uh, Switchyard Park, and they're doing a uh, uh, lot of cool stuff to, uh, to, to make that one happen. A lot of folks are involved in that, and uh, it, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think the IURROTC is going to be there to uh, raise the colors and do all kinds of stuff and uh, get that one going for uh, Veterans Day. So uh, it's going to be a, a very cool event. You can find out information on that one by Googling uh, bloomington.in.gov uh, slash parks and get the information there on how to get uh, how to get involved. going to be a fun time. We'll talk more about that one as we get a little closer too. Yeah, real quick, Rick. I just looked up Cabin Fever. They have actually switched there. They got a new route. They will be on the cross country course. Oh, no! So kidding. out of Eagle Park. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So folks, will, you know, this might be a great opportunity for folks to get out there. We always talk about this as being a fast cross-country course because it's kind of down in that valley. It's pretty flat. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good opportunity. It's a 12 o'clock start, so you don't have to get up too early. But, uh, yep, it'll be right there at Eagle Park on the 4th. Your chance to find out what's in those woods. I mean, they run That's off in right, the woods, baby. and then they disappear, <laughs> and they come back on the other side. What's back there? I don't know. This is your chance to find out. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Very good. Well, Kelly, thanks for talking to us again. Next week should be a fun one, and uh, we look yeah. forward to seeing who makes it through regionals in Ellettsville and Evansville this weekend, and who's going to make it uh, through to state. Going to be uh, a fun show. Can't wait. Yeah. For well, it. good luck. Yeah. Good luck to all of our teams, and really excited to have all six of them down there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. We'll get this podcast online. WHCC105.com. We'll do it again next week here on Who's Your Country 105.